Hello everyone. So glad to have you here on episode eleven of Noted Investment Guru with Neet Bandari, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, on this episode, I have with me Mrs. Neha Singh, who is the founder of Woman Easter, a venture that aims at educating women about financial independence, investing, stock market, mutual funds, and with the overall aim of helping women live life on their own terms by being financially independent and taking charge of their finances without depending on someone else now mrs neha singh has been successful in creating a community of over 500 women and counting so she is definitely an an inspiration for them and she is definitely an inspiration for me because through this episode she has not just given many valuable personal finance lessons that she has developed over the years but also many life lessons that will help you live your life in a much better way on your own terms because let me tell you very bluntly this is a no bullshit straight up episode where we talk facts like one of the very important things that we talk about is the power of money in today's world and straight up it's it's no bullshit like if someone tells you that money cannot uh, you know if someone tells you that money is not the uh, most important thing in this world it's definitely not but it helps you enjoy those things that are really important in this world please keep that in mind so this episode taught me a lot and i hope that if you listen to it it's slightly longer it's 1 or 20 minutes i understand but trust me where those 1 or 20 minutes passed when we were recording i did not even realize and i had so much to learn from mrs neha singh and i uh, request you to listen to this properly and share it with every uh, everyone in your circles every female friend of yours your mother your sister whoever in your uh, whoever in your circle is that that's a huge a female who might benefit from womanista's courses because with womanista neha mam has created a very uh, close knit community that discusses so many money related things and it it can definitely be a game changer maybe a life changer for for someone you know so do share with them this episode and about womanista and i hope you enjoy this episode and uh, like always everything that you learn from here has to be taken with a little bit of skepticism and uh, first see if it applies to your life only then apply it to your life with that let's get started happy trading and investing <music> It's an honor to have you on Noted Investment Guru ma'am welcome Thank you the pleasure is absolutely mine thank you so much for having me on your show and I'm happy to speak to everyone who's listening to us today Wonderful ma'am uh, hoping to learn a lot from you <laughs> Let's see <laughs> yeah, yeah So uh, please give us a little background about yourself and how life has been so far for you where do you grow up work and study Sure so um i have been in delhi girl i was raised in uh, uh actually in ncr so there's noida where i have been raised for that is where we had our family home for many many years and for the last uh, i think 12 odd years i have been living in gurgaon so i've pretty much been a delhi 
person most of my life i've um my graduation is in commerce from um srcc i've done an mba in finance from spgen so um one of the early memories i have was that i was uh, graduating from my commerce and i was figuring out what are the things that i would like to do next in my life and one of the processes which i tend to follow is that i use the process of elimination which means that what are the things i definitely don't want to do right so uh, that is the starting point of how i started coming across a lot of personal finance books one of the books which i read back when i was 18 years old is called rich dad poor dad which was mm. um it was a turning point for me it it opened my eyes towards all these you know pnl and balance sheet all of that which i had studied suddenly it made um, money so much more real uh it made money practical for me and uh, that book really influenced me to start learning more around personal finance money management how do people actually use money in their lives to uh make more money to be independent all of that so from there i naturally i had picked this inclination to now delve into wealth management personal finance so i started my career in wealth management i worked with my first job which was kotak wealth management back in 2005 and uh, for many years i was in the industry then post working in the industry i moved to uh, consulting i i've done other stints as well but all through that period of working i was my own investment manager i was my family's investment manager so uh, it's been a long journey of you know first advising others and then learning how to manage your own money while you're working in something which is not related completely with uh, mm. money so that's been the journey and all these years one of the things which stood out was that women tended to be out of this conversation for as far as i can remember right from mm. starting from my own personal family to my um, circle of extended family my friends uh, women i used to be working with you know a lot of them avoided talking about money management investments or to a large extent even taking big family financial decisions so that is how you kind of linked up these two passions of mine which is working with women and personal finance and womanista was born 14 years of working and now we are here oh wow so womanista is like 14 years old no 14 years of my experience and womanista oh. started 2020 after working for 14 years in the oh, corporate world so uh, yeah it was uh, it was me with my observations and my learning kind of bringing it all together and i'm sure there's been so many uh, market cycles plus so many other important financial uh, events, events that yes, you have absolutely. witnessed that has built up your experience and here we have womanista so it's uh, really uh, the story is uh, really uh, inspiring and uh, i'm sure uh, whoever has uh, approached you you have definitely helped them change uh, their perspective on finance and money and you're right that does come a point in every young adult's life when they realize that you know world for for you to survive you need to understand how money works and uh, so Absolutely. glad that you brought up the book rich dad poor dad one of my personal favorites as well and uh, that book helped me a lot as well so um, yes. i'm so happy totally. that uh, you know we connect on this level because that's the first book i read as well about personal finance 
yeah it's it's a very very uh, impactful book i felt i mean mm-hmm. even now many times i suggested to people who want to uh, relate the aspect of money to life you know i feel that that's what they did for me and i hope uh, whoever is not read it they pick it up and maybe that's what it will do for them as well mm. so is there any reason behind uh, womanista the name any story behind that well uh, yeah i mean um, uh, we started the business as feminista okay mm. but like if i just break it down if you break down the words be it woman or feminine we changed the name to womanista within a matter of few months but if you were to break it down it basically stands for women money and sisterhood so mm. it's a platform where we're building a community which is of women who are enabled with the power to manage their own money so it's actually a sisterhood of financially empowered women right that's what the name stands for and that's mm-hmm. the passion and the vision of what we want to build a very safe um unbiased um non-judgmental community of women who mm-hmm. can talk about money comfortably wow i mean the name itself holds so much meaning i'm sure the work that you do and the uh, courses and training programs that you ho- have on offer i'm sure they're also really impactful as well so do tell us some about some of these uh, courses that uh, you offer to teach students sure so um, we launched women ista because i felt that you know one big gap i personally felt um, as a young girl was that i wish you know had i not come across that book uh probably despite being a commerce graduate and mba in finance i might have been someone who did not understand the value of investing or how should i go about it right so mm. we, we i i have mostly felt the knowledge gap is very wide when it comes to how do we manage our money so we decided to start building courses on some topics which are easy to connect with right on a day to day basis for us yeah. so for example um one of the questions which most of us have is how much should i start investing from my income every month right so we have a program which is called master your money which not only tells you how much you need to start investing and how but more importantly how do you go about creating an entire financial plan for yourself which is done using um calculators which are given to our you know participants they yeah. they have access to those basic calculators we explain the working of each and every part of personal finance math and we also give them an overview of you know different asset classes what is an asset class what is the relevance of a different asset class what is um, the relevance of building a contingency plan or what i like to call as a trampoline mm-hmm. for your financial life so how do you structure your money in a matter ki 1 lakh rupaye agar aapke mahine ki income hai to abhi within the first 5 days you should be clear ki where which bucket what needs to go in right mm-hmm. so one of the courses we do is something like that which sets the tone called master your money we then give courses around mutual fund investing we do courses on stock investing we do courses on taxation planning lot of women ask questions around how can they plan their taxes better as salaried as well as many of them are freelancers or self employed mm-hmm. how should they be going about their taxation we run programs on international investing we recently did a program on cryptocurrency because a lot of uh, demand came from our tribe that they wanted to understand what exactly is going on in the crypto world 
so we keep designing uh, new workshops but our main flagship workshops are three master your money mutual funds and stock investing uh, so all right yeah and uh, just so uh, we are uh, on the same page the, do you provide like uh, from what i understood do you provide like a lifetime membership to everyone who enrolls yes yes so everybody gets access to um, the videos they get access to a lot of uh, learning resources and material that we've created calculators and all of this is done with the intent of it being available to them anytime they want even after i'm not there you know mm. because uh, i feel like learning should be something that you can just go back to yeah. it should be relevant for you to go back to whenever you need it so mm. yes so and then you have access to our community we are uh, we have a whatsapp community we keep doing recurring meetings with our community offline online so that the learning is not stopped it's actually just the beginning of your journey and then you have continued uh, you know exposure to new topics and so on wow and what's the strength of your community so for now we are a community of over 500 women broken down Wonderful. as per different courses and for example for our stock community itself we'd be approximately 100 odd women who are just focused on stock investing we meet mm -hmm. once every month to go back over some new sectors some new stocks that we team right yeah. which has been spoken about what exactly does it means we're a growing small community but growing community so let's hope for the best Wow. So, uh, I mean, this came to my mind. Uh, this question: uh, Are only women allowed to join? Can <laughs> men join as well? Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> that's a good question. And uh, yes, definitely, there are only women. And I, I must tell you, Meet, I get a lot of flack for this. Uh, no, for... no, I mean, <laughs> I meet a lot of men. I meet a lot of family also who tells me that. Listen, I mean, you are. Going down the other route, ah, huh? you're biased. You're anti-men. ऐसा कुछ नहीं है. It's not being built with yeah. bad intention or anything. But uh, this is just purely coming from two things. One is my personal experience, and second, मुझे ऐसे लगा that अरे if I am noticing a pattern, a pattern where you know, in a family, just visualize it on the dining table, in a family of four also, or in an extended family. how many times would it be that your the woman of the house is participating as soon as there is some financial decision which needs to be made so if it is not about the household spend or budgets if there is a house to be bought or a car to be bought or a business to be started or a loan to be taken most of the times you'll find women on the table will either be quiet or they'll probably not want to be participating in that conversation or they'll say something like mujhe samajh nahi aata aap hi decide kar lo right hmm. um so this is something i observed not just with women who were not highly educated i observed this pattern with the best of best educated women who are running their own professions there is somehow this cultural um uh, training that as soon as it comes to the financial decision of the houses hmm. the woman is going to i don't know somehow not participate in it okay yeah. and when i observed this and i kept observing this like because it was something of interest to me i would make you know it would something it would be something which used to strike me in conversations or in family gatherings and i then i started reading about it and there is ample research not just in india but across the world which says that um 
eight out of ten women are uncomfortable talking about money. They will happily talk about, hmm. but they will not be able to talk about money to even their closest family members, to even their closest people. Hmm. And um, this is the area why we started working on this. And I said, why? Why is this happening? So few areas, few of the things which came out is, you know, there is a lot of exclusion of women in this area. With the, there's not not enough transparency. Yeah. There are not enough platforms where they can go and say, "Hey, listen, I don't understand this at all. ABC भी नहीं आता है मुझे." There are a lot of barriers which women are facing in this particular area. Hence, we've you know kept it limited to women, simply because I know as soon as I say, "Let's do a you know stock investing workshop," it'll be eighty percent men in the room, right? Yeah, I know that. That's not me. That's just numbers. If you pick up any platform, it's eighty percent men, right? And uh, my thought was कि वो बाकी बीस परसेंट आ भी जाएंगे तो क्वेश्चन नहीं पूछेंगे तो वी आर ट्राइंग टू चेंज दैट सो दैट्स द ओनली एंड ओनली रीजन वाई वी आर ट्राइंग टू बिल्ड एक्विटी इन दिस स्पेस फर्स्ट माई थॉट इज लेट्स गेट दैम अप टू स्पीड एंड देन मे बी एट सम पॉइंट वील हैव द प्लेटफॉर्म ओपन टू एवरीबडी राइट I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it makes so I'm much sense. I'm not sure if we'll ever open it to everybody, but for now, I mean, this is the area where I want to work. No, no I was just kidding. And uh, the wonderful explanation because uh, from what I've heard and what I've seen, finance is considered to be a male-dominated field. But just like any other field, any other career choice, it should also be you know one where both the genders get an equal representation, and you know we should definitely. at least uh, you know change these things at our own individual level where we don't think that you know money is the responsibility of the man and the kitchen is and the family's responsibility of the woman is us cheez ka absolutely that's not the right age and it sh- it should have never have been the case but you know we live in a patriarchal society we can't deny that but Correct. definitely even if like uh, one uh, one woman tomorrow stands up for her uh, herself and decides to educate about herself about finances and everything it's a game changer for so many women because it works like a, a you know a domino effect like it uh, other people other women get inspired by that and i'm sure the community of it is definitely inspiring so many people out there so kudos to that <laughs> yes is absolutely i think uh, and and one interesting part is meet that money touches all of us mm Okay, sure. so it's not like money. Money is gender neutral. Money did not. Money in itself is not uh, different for you and me as yeah. because we are a man or a woman. Hmm. But the thing is that there are so many other cultural, societal barriers which have been you know years and years of all of that. So our approaches have now become different. Hmm. That's all. So we are just trying to you know break down that barrier, that inertia, that mindset. to say listen i mean you can very well if you are a doctor you can take care of people you can very well learn how to manage you know the money that comes into your account you don't need to go and ask your husband or your daddy or whoever to help you with that all right well said and uh, since we are on the topic of uh, investing and everything i want to understand from what's your take on this i've read the according to several researches that uh, women tend to be better traders and investors as compared to men like they have a better temperament when they are approaching the markets hmm. that by that i mean the right mindset that is required in order to succeed in the stock market be it as a trader or an investor 
so uh, how how true do you think this is and based on your experience and based on uh, your uh, your uh, teachings i mean mm. your classes that you take and the kind of students you get uh, mm. do you think that this thing holds true that women tend to perf- outperform men i mean data says that so i mean the research that you have read i have also read similar research and lots of it repetitively in fact there is a wonderful book which we read in our book club called warren buffet invest like a girl and why you should too so if you've not read this book you can pick it up it's by author called liu yan lofton she's in fact written a whole book about the best investor in the world uh, how his temperament is so called you know meeting the eight feminine traits uh that women are naturally gifted with mm. so uh when i read this book it reaffirmed all the things that i had been reading it also helped me kind of connect with the audience um that i am engaging with right yeah. so for example one of the things she talks about is that women tend to spend much more time in doing research and asking mm. questions before they take a decision mm and that explains a lot of why a lot of women want to actually learn stuff from they walk into a workshop with not the intent of showing off but actually they want to learn right from abc and mm-hmm. they want to ask every question so that it gives them 100% clarity this is also something which i observed in my younger days when i used to be um, in in wealth management and we used to talk to clients every time we had to engage with a woman client her list of questions was definitely much longer than the you know the male client would typically ask more around the return on investment etc yeah woman client would tend to talk a lot about risk she would like to understand more about the person she was dealing with so there's a lot mm-hmm. of trust aspect here there's a lot more research that they like to do which i definitely have observed also in my classes in my engagements in my conversations yeah another thing which she talks about in this book um is that women tend to exhibit less overconfidence okay <laughs> which which basically means that um they're not that optimistic they want to know the risk side of things before they you know take the leap of faith yeah. whereas uh, men by nature taking are are willing to take much more risk they like to play the game whatever mm-hmm. you would like to you know understand of that so even this personality in the stock market or this temperament works very well in the stock market for somebody who is not very high on you know uh themselves right yeah. they are constantly watching out learning from their mistakes etc so you can say are yeah, more detail oriented more risk averse in that sense they shun risk yeah they they want to understand risk very well before they mm-hmm. take that leap of faith so yeah i mean i i would personally agree with this style and i am observing this style a lot more uh with the women i'm engaging with as well mm-hmm. so uh where do you think this conditioning comes from i mean this is a very deep question so do you think that by nature men yeah, are there are more... some feminine traits i think which we have as you know as a woman there are so if you notice this would be something which let's not see it from an investment perspective just see it think of it about think of the women around you and you'll notice that this approach of putting in more effort in researching trying to be borderline perfectionist in mm. whatever they want to do um not taking too many risks not getting very excited another very interesting thing she mentions is that women tend to be more immune to peer pressure okay mm. 
where she says that they don't do things only because everybody around them is doing it they would want to think about it whether it suits them etc or not yeah so i felt when i was reading the book that there are many of these things which are just much more natural to women not so much from conditioning but yeah maybe these are just naturally traits just the way men have their natural traits of mm-hmm. uh, or maybe you're right it's it just goes way back when you know we were nurturers and how we've been kind of yeah over the years become like this yeah probably mm-hmm. so do you think there's an increase in the rate of uh, women investing in the stock market yes yes absolutely absolutely there is that i mean again there's enough data being published about this especially in the last one and a half years many more women have become part of platforms like zerodha there are many more women who are also now investing in more aggressive instruments like mm-hmm. crypto so we see the news and i i can tell you that uh, i feel like if we had started womanista 10 years back mm-hmm. uh it would have taken a lot more for me to get an audience of women but today yeah. course after course we have women who are coming in and who are willing to learn so definitely i also see the shift i see a demographic shift more younger women coming to our classes i still remember a girl who came in she was 18 years old and she said i've never earned in my life mm-hmm. but i'm going to start earning and i want to know about my taxes even before i earn like i still remember in that class there were women who were 35 40 earning for many years and i think we all just were quiet <laughs> we paused and then i think everybody was so um, supportive of what she was doing at that age and definitely the younger you start the better especially when it comes to money and i think yeah, 18 is the right age for one to start mm. if not earning but definitely learning about money i agree and uh, to add to that uh, you know recently i heard i mean this is true as well that uh, celebrities uh, actresses have also started uh, investing in these startups like uh, recently when nika got listed i uh read somewhere that uh, i think alia bhat and uh, i think it was katrina kaif they had katrina invested kaif. that was yeah katrina kaif has invested i think and uh, that was the first time i heard like an actress investing in a startup so definitely the demographic is changing and for the good well, one so, of the big one is uh, priyanka chopra has backed bumble you know bumble right oh yes 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 so in lot of lot of them are now investing in women focused platforms and definitely it's a i agree with you that this is changing and it's changing fast yeah so it's becoming a more level playing field and that's such yeah and change. i think that's what is so important right like you rightly said that it's a domino effect it's about having that one or two or five role models hmm. who are um, who make it normal right so when we were growing up like you said that you know money or watching financial tv was all about watching a lot of men wearing jackets and specs and just talking mm-hmm. jargon which i could not understand yeah. so naturally it was projected as something so boring <laughs> that i didn't want to be part of this boring world right mm-hmm. but uh, the more you more you see women coming in talking to you about money in a very relaxed manner mm-hmm. um in their own comfortable in their own skin their own style it it will become normal yeah it will not be something kuch alag sa hai jiske bare mein baat kar rahe hain it's just one of the things jaise life skill hai jaise aap cooking ke baat karte ho waise aap paise ke management ki baat kar rahe ho isme kya uh, rocket science yeah, i mean nothing surprising it right? should be like 
it's as important as your something about your health and absolutely absolutely it's a it's a life skill right eventually mm-hmm. at the end of the day so uh, let's get into your investing style and uh, since you are uh, a believer of fundamental analysis how do you yes. choose which stocks to invest in and what's your uh, go to strategy basically when it comes to investing strategy so um i would say i'm i'm i always feel like i'm a work in progress investor because fundamental mm-hmm. investing is it's a it's a continued learning journey mm-hmm. but uh, from a system which i work with so the system that i use and which i teach also in our class is basically it's around four major steps the mm-hmm. first step is for me to focus a lot on financial data okay we try to work with figuring out what are those very important business ratios which are you can say it for me that's a non um, negotiable right mm-hmm. there are certain business ratios which i would like to scan and then shortlist whether this kind of a stock would be uh, something which i choose mm-hmm. now these could be around sales their performance around profitability the amount of loans they have cash flow so on and so forth so multiple mm-hmm. ratios that i like to look at yeah. um post that apart from ratios i like to read about different businesses a lot i love to look at investor presentations i'm also someone who enjoys reading annual reports mm-hmm. uh, if and i want to test whether all that reading is exciting me about this business or this industry or is it very mm, something i can't connect with so i'm also very personalized i mean i i take a very personalized approach to this right mm-hmm. so the second step is generally always doing decent amount of qualitative reading what a business what are their markets are they market leaders is there something exceptional about this business from the perspective like it's a monopoly or it's been around for a very long time or it has a large distribution network something which makes it special or what warren buffett calls as a moat what moat, makes yeah a, a moat what what is the moat for this business um and finally like i said very important part for me is to um, look at i i do keep trying out different uh, you know valuation techniques i think it's it's a it's something which you keep evolving as soon as you know you keep building some method or the other and i keep doing the same honestly where you're trying to constantly figure out whether you know this is a good buying price for you is it a, at a bargain or not but the first two are actually most important the business ratios how it's performing year on year uh, and over a large number of years and then following the trend quarterly and the second part about qualitative reading i think that really differentiates a serious investor from a you know time pass investor let's yeah. say that somebody who just doing it to get a quick buck mm-hmm. because that's where the conviction actually gets built if you don't have conviction in the stock market then you know you can get really easily swayed by the daily ups and downs so mm-hmm. all that mental behavioral aspect i think for me it comes from decent amount of reading news articles themes of the industry what are the next five big themes or sunrise sectors right and where mm-hmm. so all of that really adds up to my personal conviction mm-hmm. around investing it's a longer process uh, but luckily i have the time i have the kind of platform where this is now part of my daily life so yeah <laughs> i enjoy it it's it's a long process for sure and it's a really uh, i would say detailed one because you're literally buying a business you're buying equity yeah i take this job market. really seriously 
and to be honest i enjoy it it's something i discovered as i call this like the joy of fundamental analysis right it's it's mm. not thrilling it's just joyful for me to discover some new business i didn't know oh acha aisa industry bhi hai mm. and then what's happening in this industry and you're exploring it's it's this uh, it's it's fun for me so this is generally the process right it starts from financial health goes into decent amount of qualitative reading and uh, from there we look at finally evaluation uh, you know and last step generally is to try to build a diversified portfolio so my portfolio mm. will always be let me be honest when i started it was you know i first had the my first instinct was to go after heavily after small caps which is generally every beginner's first instinct they want to you know they feel like they're going to nail the next multi bagger and yeah. that then you know they'll suddenly become super wealthy and i did the same mistake um but very quickly i realized that if i had to stay an investor uh because many of these small caps fell drastically there were some corporate governance issues which i personally you know i was shocked that hey bhagwan ye kaise ho raha hai mere portfolio mein you know so um i realized that if i had to stay an investor i would have to start the other way so then i started working on large caps and then moving to mid caps and then now finally we're at a portfolio which is equally distributed amongst all three um mm. so that's been a journey and i think that's the last and very important part how many stocks how long are you planning to hold them when do you exit from one uh, so on and so forth that's the fourth part of the picture how do you kind of plug those holes thanks for going in detail about your uh, investing strategy and uh, let me tell you that you know the people that have had on this podcast most of them are traders and uh, mm-hmm. i've usually only spoken to people who talk about either intraday or swing trading or stuff mm-hmm. like that but uh, i had so much to learn from this our uh, this conversation because i have not uh, myself planned my long term investing and i think this mm-hmm. is a very sound way to go about it because it helps you uh, separate the hay from the chaff and Absolutely. only assign your money to quality good quality companies which is very important to scan so yeah thanks for sharing that yeah we also have a lot of women who actually very beautifully combine this you know in our tribe a mm-hmm. uh, bunch of them who are traders who came in because you know the mindset for trading and fundamental is absolutely different Ah, uh, meet. So they have come in saying, "Listen, we want to realign this mindset because we have a daily, daily, ah, uh, very, you know, uh, short term, uh, short term mindset. Yeah. But uh, we would like to incorporate the long term piece as well. So what I have, uh, when I speak to them or when I understand, you know, how how are they using this beautiful uh, combination?" so they tell me that they have now started basically using a lot of fundamental stocks and if they find opportunities for trading within fundamental stocks that gives them some sort of a relief that if their trading call was also to go wrong at least it it becomes a still a very sound stock for them to hold in their portfolio yeah. so um i mean people use these in different ways whatever works for them i generally suggest keeping technical and fundamental you know different mm-hmm. so you do your, have your trading portfolio separate have your fundamental portfolio separate like for someone like me fundamental portfolio is for my retirement so i i am least worried about you know daily ups and downs yeah. i have no many years to go 
well said and uh, with that let's come to the topic of planning based on goals so uh, yeah. according to you what do you think are the most important things that one should aspire to achieve when it comes to their financial goals like apart from the materialistic things such as buying a house or a car uh, what are the some important financial goals that uh, irrespective of your gender people should have for a secure future very very it's a very good question and personally i feel like i feel goals are very very personal so um it's hard for me to generalize and say what would be a very aspirational goal but i can tell you from the perspective of um you know my audience and one of the things which personally is important to me um and i'm speaking as a woman here uh that uh i think one of the goals which i do tell most of the young girls to have is to say that before they start worrying about stuff like you know my marriage budget or uh having another partner in their life after their uh, after a certain age hmm. they should focus on building net worth for themselves and building their own security as one of the primary uh, you know goals this is not necessarily just a materialistic goal it's a goal like i call this like your freedom fund right mm-hmm. because women come across many areas where uh, especially post marriage um, many of them are not able to go back to a regular job even if they are going back to a regular job they might uh, then take a break because of motherhood mm-hmm. post motherhood i've noticed many women don't go back to full time jobs they have you know so these barriers are part of our lives and we know them many many of us are already aware ki ye hoga aage jaake hamare sath but still women don't prepare themselves financially for this so one of the things i do think is very important is not just have a goal to buy something but to have a freedom fund what i call it as a freedom fund so my freedom mm-hmm. fund would be i am going to be on maternity leave for the next 2 years i won't go back to work and i wouldn't want to be dependent on just my partner to be funding my uh my luxuries or my requirements hmm. so while i'm working why don't i plan right now so that at that time i can dip into my existing savings and my investments to continue a life which is yeah. you know of dignity for me so <laughs> uh, i know you might find this uh, you know strange but yeah definitely i feel a freedom fund a dignity fund whatever or, or a lot of women want to start their own business all of this requires you to plan way in advance you people feel ki you can just get up one day and you just start off uh, i mean some of us have the luxury of doing that hmm. but most of us from middle class families me included we didn't have the luxury to just uh, not have a regular job and just get up and say okay now i'm going to for next 3 years i'm just going to set up my business right hmm. so you can prepare for th- stuff like that which is basically about choosing the life of you know your dreams what is it that makes your life meaningful um so house car and all are functional but adding that extra layer of meaning requires planning na with what you are earning today i mean there's so much to this that we can uh, you know dive into for example the concept of freedom fund that you mentioned you know it's about you uh, having something like we discussed in the beginning something to fall back on because True. yeah i mean as men we don't have to you know uh, sit 
and take a break from our careers i mean of course paternity leaves are allowed but it's not as long as maternity leaves true and uh, i mean if for me it's, it's very tough to even imagine that you know having to get back from your career uh, from your uh, maternity leave or any any kind of leave that uh, women take it it's it's quite tough because you know uh, the world is so competitive right i mean true. you can just get true. replaced in a minute no true. matter how good you are so as it is it's quite tough to get back and uh, having something to uh, you know depend upon and you know one more thing i would like to add here is the impact of this covid and the last two years it has made us realize that you know uh, how important uh, not just savings or uh, you know having a fixed deposit in your bank is but how important it is to just keep a keep an investing portfolio that you know your money grows over time So, yes absolutely I mean, absolutely you have to basically like i said you know we have we many times we forget in living today we forget that this money which we have today yeah. is the money which can save us tomorrow yeah and you know it's the money which you, which can do so much for you hmm. it's just about having that mindset ki yaar you know there is this you young people mindset of yolo like you only mm-hmm. live once but i i find this so cute and funny also and i say what if you know you thought you were only going to live for like the next 5 years and you spend everything and you end up living longer than that then what <laughs> who's going to take care of you right so the yeah. yolo concept is very cute but it's uh, i mean it's cute for the rich people right i mean mm-hmm. i don't think it works for most of us we've got yeah. to make the best and chalo aur covid ne kar diya bahut logo ko you know jolt kar diya बट मैं आपसे बहुत ही प्रैक्टिकल बात बोलती हूँ लेडीज के केस में तो आई कॉल दिस लाइक एन अर्ली रिटायरमेंट इट्स अ फोर्स रिटायरमेंट ठीक है हमें लेनी पड़ती है आप एज अ मदर इवन इफ यूर गोइंग बैक टू वर्क ट्रस्ट मी पर्सनली फ्रॉम माई एक्सपीरियंस आई एम ऑल्सो मदर इट्स अ कॉन्स्टेंट टसल टू कीप प्रूविंग योर सेल्फ दैट यू नो इफ अ वुमेन इन द कॉपरेट वर्ल्ड विल वॉक आउट एट सेवन ओ क्लॉक और एट ओ क्लॉक शी विल स्टिल बी यू नो फाइटिंग आउट वाई you know uh, she didn't get exactly the privileges that the other men get but she has to go back she also has to figure out from family life so that's a long big tussle for uh, you know women pose these things and mostly all of us are going to retire at some point right after retirement mm-hmm. ke liye to plan karna hi hai mm-hmm. so abhi se hi kar lo thoda acche se main to ye that's very well said and like in simple terms you say like it's right like बाद के लिए वाइड यू हैव टू वेट लाइक स्टार्ट टू रिटायर तो करना ही है ना किसी दिन तो काम करना बंद करोगे ना किसी दिन तो सैलरी बंद होएगी राइट right. तो आ, हम लोग तो सोचते हैं कि वी आर नेवर गोइंग टू रिटायर ना वैसा होता नहीं है दैट्स नॉट ट्रू सो वन ऑफ द कांसेप्ट्स इन आई थिंक दिस डजंट दिस इज नॉट वैलिड एनीवेयर बट द कांसेप्ट ऑफ पेड हाउस होल्ड वर्क I mean, I cannot even think. That's what we pay for our household help. <laughs> they, we are paying them for the help they give us, so that we can work as uh, in our lives. Yeah, I mean that's there. <laughs> like you hire these people and they work. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about uh, an average Indian uh, mother who has been working all her life and yeah. has taken care of the family, grown up and uh, fed the kids and everything. so yeah. i realized that you know managing a household is like is nothing uh, less than managing a business venture just that you don't have to you know worry about profitability here 
see when you're managing household you have to deliver your uh, you have to you know be on time with the things such as cleaning food and everything you have to manage the expenses you have to deal with people take care of people's wants so it's not at all different from running a business so mm-hmm. my question is why is it difficult for uh, people especially in india to accept that you know household work is also work and uh, you know women should be paid for that even if it is uh you know them not going out of a house and actually working for a company so the women who do to do both the things they have like god like energy i mean i don't know how they manage <laughs> god like energy <laughs> yeah i mean it's so tough like i come back from the office every day and i if i someone tells me i have to cook every day even if it's for myself i, I won't feel like doing it but still women do it True. Many women do it, but how do you think uh, we can go about changing that uh, thinking that you know household work should be paid for, should be a part of, uh, you can call it GDP. I mean, <laughs> imagine how high India's GDP would go if they. Yeah, there you have noticed the talk about how you know many more women in the workforce or the economic benefit of, uh, you know, all this work that women do. If you were to account it. india's gdp would be probably 10 times of where it is right now so yeah. imagine right 50% of your population is women mm. and uh, so this is um there are it's unfortunately i mean let's say that there is uh, multiple aspects to this there's an emotional aspect to this as well uh, mm. there's a societal aspect to this as well that for years and centuries and it, the role has been that women are going to be the nurturers right so if mm-hmm. we are nurturers then that's also a very emotional experience for many women so i don't think it's always about somebody is stopping them or somebody is not valuing them i mm-hmm. think many times it's women themselves who also don't realize that you know there is an economic value to what they bring on the table definitely um, <laughs> you know and i think women who do realize this who do realize that uh, you know wake up to this fact that listen if i can run this home is so systematically why can't i run something which is of my own a small enterprise of my own and i think that has already started happening where they are willing to trade off there are a lot of small scale ventures women want to add more meaning let's say to their own personal education their own personal they want to be more independent सो सोना तो फैमिली पे तो है बट मुझे लगता है इसका ज्यादा आई फील इज ऑन द लेडी हर सेल्फ इफ यू टू आस्क है ना कि आई कैन टेक अ स्टैंड टुडे एंड से इन माय फैमिली कि यार मुझे तो भाई दस बजे ऑफिस जाना है बिकॉज आई आल्सो कंट्रीब्यूट टू दिस फैमिलीज इनकम विच मींस दैट द जॉब्स आई वॉज डूइंग विल है I I I feel in this one women have to stand up and take that onus yeah you have to fight or you have to let's not say fight you just have to I think realize and say uh that I mean some people will get up and say that oh no no you cannot bring capitalism into family matters and all that but the fact of the matter is that yes like you rightly said there is an economic value to household services as well even if Absolutely. it's for your own family definitely absolutely so, and and see my thing is then at least give you know uh, that much respect, respect. and regard mm-hmm. to that person who is then uh, making sure that you don't have to economically you know mm-hmm. dish out money to take care of 
you know making sure your kids are fed on time and everything mm-hmm. so like i said it's a very it's a very tricky one because for a lot of women honestly this is also very emotional uh, mm-hmm. you know where they they feel they want to do it they nobody's telling them that please don't go back to work they just want to do it from the happiness they feel for taking care of their families mm-hmm. um so i would say that you know bringing value to this is totally up to the woman how she manages mm-hmm. it or how she feels about it if you don't get the respect then definitely you should put out the economic value to this right yeah so you have to stand up for yourself you have also. to stand up for yourself you have to stand up so i think this conversation is little bit more on that side if you were mm-hmm. to ask that's how i feel about it at least so how would how do you think uh, like you know there are so many economists well known economists have pointed out to the fact that uh, if you increase the female part workforce participation the economy is going to benefit a lot so how do you think uh, on a macro level we should go about doing that in a country like india so i can uh, give some my views on this mm-hmm. uh, you know women in the workforce uh from a few practical things which i have faced myself as a working mother as a working uh woman in a metro who's highly qualified and educated a mm. few things which would really i think help is what has happened through the pandemic at least thankfully is these work from home or flexi work mm. opportunities where uh, a lot more women who have no access to mobility like they're not allowed to get out of the house or they cannot you know there there's a lot of this angle right you can't be out of the house till after this timing etc yeah. all of this is also very real in our country so mm-hmm. flexi work work from home um i feel could be one way in which mm-hmm. more women um can be included in a proper job i honestly feel this gig economy thing will really help a lot more mm-hmm. women to be uh, working from their mobile phones from their wherever whichever part of the world they're in mm-hmm. the other thing which i think can enhance is majorly a lot of societal shift and what i mean by that is um support being given to a lot more women to be mm-hmm. able to run their families uh comfortably without feeling the guilt or not having the resources to you know make sure that their family is comfortable when they are out working so personally for as an example when i became a mom um which was my daughter's now 9 years old so 9 years back i was quite young and i decided to go back to work within 6 months of having mm-hmm. her and uh, it was the hardest thing for me to find a facility which would take in a 6 month old child and be clean hygienic make sure that you know their her needs were met there was a security camera we had access to her i know it's it's a very uh, it's a very personal example but i felt at that moment if we had not found that facility that eventually we did luckily mm-hmm. um how would i have gone back to work whatever is my ambition whatever i was in consulting it was a it's, it's a tough world in consulting you have to yeah. work really crazy long hours how would i ever have ever done that right at the cost of leaving my child back and unfortunately or fortunately whatever you want to say it these questions don't pop up in the father's head okay <laughs> somehow i don't know how the dad has no such you know all these things to figure out so i feel mm-hmm. facilities are massive so luckily for me we had a great facility we found with good nurses 
uh, I could check videos. Why would a society not do that? Right? Mm. I mean, you can just build such great infrastructure, which gives the woman the comfort that her child is not uncared for. I think that's one of the other things. You know, building these systems, these infrastructural systems where um, women are safer, they are given these systems. And now, in fact, you would have read that most organizations must have a crash facility. It's a mm -hmm. must have now. It's not an option anymore. But at mm -hmm. the time when I was looking, it was nothing like that. So there's a shift which is already happening. Mm -hmm. And finally, the last thing I feel more women in the workforce is a big, big one on all these large corporates, uh, women sitting in the senior positions who can be mm -hmm. great role models, who have the power to make um, decisions which can actually help more women to be part of the workforce, right? Who can, mm. like, if you've read this book called Lean In by Sheryl Sand. Uh, yes, yes, I've heard of it. Yeah. So she talks about a very simple example she gives is that only when she became pregnant did she realize that the parking was so far and a pregnant woman walking from the parking to the office was like a task. And that is the day she actually got a parking specially created for women, pregnant women close to the office. So you see how important it is to have very senior role models, not try to become like men, but actually uh, understand what women might require and celebrate that at those levels and uh, make sure that they have more women who are coming in. So I think role modeling, senior women, big brands, it's up to them. Yeah. They have the money, they have the resources, they can do a lot. Oh, all those points are really valid. And uh, I think especially the, the one about daycare centers where, uh, I mean, uh, I'm not sure about the, the big metro cities, but definitely in small cities, uh, the concept is nowhere there. So I think, yeah, I mean, you can definitely, uh, you know, change the uh, way, you know, how people approach uh, their jobs. Like, it should not be like a taboo like if you're leaving your child in a daycare. Center. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have faced that taboo many mm -hmm. times with people looking at me as if I was a you know outcast mother because I was so horrible. I was so money focused. But honestly, mm -hmm. I ask you, I mean, I am I was more qualified than my husband. So why should I not? I mean, why should I be apologetic for wanting mm -hmm. to have a career? I, I never understood that. I still don't understand it. And uh, I have no qualms in saying that. Yeah? I'm educated, highly educated, qualified ambitious mm -hmm. and I have no qualms in saying that and just because I'm that does not mean I don't want to be a parent I don't want to have my family right so mm -hmm. um, these are very funny and uh, illogical uh, choices which somehow I don't know why it's expected that we have to make these choices I don't mm -hmm. understand so yeah just say imagine right pehle to malls bhi nahi hote the nobody wanted to shop in malls abhi malls mm. sab shopping karte hain in every part of india Aap tier 2 tier 3 jab sab jagah jao everybody wants to shop in a mall right mm. kya hua ye pehle to sabko chote chote store se hi kirane wale store se hi karni thi but ab to aisa mm. nahi so it is just a shift aap kisi ko facility doge achhi si unko safety dikhaoge betterment dikhaoge to kyun nahi jayenge us taraf course like uh, you but uh, you know this also uh, requires a change in the mindset of people that you rightly pointed out because not everyone would be open to you know daycare centers and plus that trust issue also comes over there so you have to be really on point with uh, this kind of service you're providing 
यार सब सॉल्व सब कुछ सॉल्वेबल है आज की डेट में हम बोल रहे हैं कि रोबोट्स हमारे घर को वैक्यूम क्लीन कर देते हैं तो सब कुछ सॉल्वेबल है आप मुझे कह रहे हो हम डे केयर सेंटर्स में ट्रस्ट और वीडियो कैमरास और ये सारी फैसिलिटीज नहीं दे सकते सब दे सकते हैं ऐसा कुछ नहीं है इट इज जस्ट कि आप ये फैसिलिटीज इस लेवल पे लेके ही नहीं जा रहे हो क्योंकि बहुत सारे बैरियर्स हमने ही बना रखे हैं राइट और ये चॉइस तो फैमिली की होनी चाहिए ना कि ठीक है वी विल डू दिस आफ्टर वन ईयर टू ईयर्स राइट ये चॉइसिस तो फैमिली मतलब रिसोर्सेज होंगे तभी तो फैमिली ये चॉइसेस कर पाएगी अभी तो रिसोर्सेज ही नहीं है तो आप ऑप्शन ही नहीं दे रहे किसी को तो वो चॉइस का सवाल ही नहीं उठता so uh, ma'am last two questions that i wanted to ask and again this is more on you know uh, more on the uh, more on the side of you know how one should change their uh, approach towards uh, you know de- dealing with society's pressure when it comes to assigning gender roles so yeah. we have we have been taught that uh, man is the breadwinner woman is the homemaker and we all yeah. i mean not all but like most of us are accustomed to believe that So, yeah. how should one deal with society's pressure when it comes to assigning these roles to people? Like, right? of course, you have to have the spine to stand up against, uh, you know, your family if required. But, like, do you think uh, is there any way one should deal with this? Hmm. I think uh, 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 one of the things which I believe is that, firstly, making sure that. you as uh, you treat yourself as an individual before you treat yourself related to the conditioning on one gender is very important so what i mean with that is like i mentioned in the previous question that something as an individual which is very important to me is my work you know it it's it's something which gives me happiness it adds meaning to my life so i think it's important to recognize as an individual this is something that i want and this recognition can only come from you right it has to uh start from you what you feel is important to you as an individual and then i think um well definitely there is stereotyping and these ge- defined gender roles i think the other part uh which is very important is once we are outside of our families um you know cocoon or protection as adults we have to recognize that we have choices to make right mm-hmm. as individuals and what i mean by that is that you have you can choose to be with a partner who understands and appreciates what you want as an individual uh now if you're someone who's very independent and ambitious person and you're partnered with somebody or you happen to choose a partner or a companion who does not respect ambition as much mm-hmm. what might happen is that this conditioning might take over and and that's an uncomfortable situation so my view is personally i feel uh one recognition of your own choices is very important and then second i do feel a partner companion has a big role so first it's your family dekho society kya hai hamare liye honestly societal pressure agar aap zyada tar logo se puchoge societal pressure is family matlab the people they really care about the first family like where they are born and then the second pressure is the family that they are married into as a woman right hmm. that is i feel that's the first sense of society which they have uske aage ki duniya bahut hi manageable hai 
बट ये वाली दुनिया इज द फर्स्ट इम्पैक्ट दैट यू फील सो चूजिंग पार्टनर्स वाइजली एटलीस्ट आई फील इज अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग सो दैट यू कैन नॉट बी स्टक इन दिस जेंडर रोल वाला प्रेशर एंड उससे पहले अपने आप को रिकग्नाइज करना जरूरी है कि आपके लिए क्या इम्पोर्टेंट है फिर आप सब कर सकते हो मतलब जैसे आपने कहा स्टैंड अप फॉर योर सेल्फ हो सकता है या फिर आप पैसिव तरीके भी ढूंढ सकते हो टू यू नो मेक श्योर दैट दोपिकल व्यूज आर नॉट बींग यू नो फोर्स्ड ऑन यू बट you know I, this is my view i i really don't know if i can give you a better answer than this but this is no, what i I, th- i think to add to that uh, the, the the entire point of our you know conversation is of course improving financial literacy and more importantly teaching the importance of you know managing your own money and you know when it comes to a person who be it a man or a woman who has a career who has a fund like you mentioned the kind of fund that uh, you know helps you retire or anything when you have that financial backing mm-hmm. with yourself when you're independent like you said mm-hmm. you you'll understand what you want because you know one aspect one major aspect of your life that is money mm-hmm. is covered mm-hmm. so Correct. yeah i mean being no absolutely and- you're right i mean you can manage a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, if you know the economic power is in your hand definitely i mean as uh, as you know you can say as evil as that sounds but definitely you money has power and uh, it has evil to hai hi nahi aaj ke date mein aap agar economies bhi dekho hum sari economies bhi ab war pe to jati nahi hai hmm hai na sab ladte to hai nahi kisi se it is all economic hmm. warfare now what is that hmm the trade what is that, that is basically one power financially strong power uh, country hmm. has power over the others which are not financially that strong this is the way of the world and this is the way that we can't deny that economic strength comes with a lot of privileges mm. Mm. but the question is today what's happened with a lot of these gender roles na mm. a woman thinking about money talking about money wanting to be rich in sab pe bhi bahut sare stereotypes hai mm. यू नो एक लड़की को अच्छा लगना चाहिए सुंदर लगना चाहिए ताकि उसको एक बहुत अच्छा लड़का मिल जाए एंड व्हाट इज अच्छा लड़का की डेफिनेशन आप बताओ अच्छे लड़के की क्या डेफिनेशन होती है ऐसा लड़का जो स्टेबल इनकम हो अच्छी फैमिली हो अब ये अच्छा अच्छा की डेफिनेशन आपको भी पता है मुझको भी पता है क्या है राइट तो ये सब जो है ना ये तभी ब्रेक होगा जब वो लड़की खुद रियलाइज करेगी कि यार मेरे पास भी इकोनॉमिक पावर है मैं भी पढ़ी लिखी हूँ मैं भी अपने लिए पैसे कमा सकती हूँ Hmm. फिर आता है वो नेक्स्ट स्टेप जब उसके पास इकोनॉमिक पावर आती है तब ये जेंडर रोल्स खुद ब खुद मेल्ट होने लगेंगे मुझे hmm. ऐसा लगता है एंड यू नो आई हैव हर्ड सो मेनी ऑफ माई ओन फ्रेंड्स no at there there was a time where basically there is no concept of a woman being independent it was about papa kaise wo kehte na papa ki financial liability nahi rahi ab ye dusri family ki financial liability so liability hi treatment hai raha hai you know as a woman it is aap like liability ho aap ab apne aap ko asset convert kar doge jaise aap family ke liye asset ban gaye to gender roles khud pigal jate hain let's be honest I mean, when, a, when, a, when a family understands that the woman can bring in as much income, 
so many people feel that but i i feel that i i should really thank you for voicing it out because I mean, that's how it is you can't deny that it is what it is yeah, yeah we we have to face these these are uncomfortable things sometimes but i feel mm-hmm. like you have to talk, it's like when you're parenting you have to talk to your children about uncomfortable things no only then they will change otherwise you know, if you're not talking about it then how will we change anything and i'm i'm glad that uh, i'm having to learn about all this at an age where you know probably i don't really relate to most of it but it's very important for my future and i really hope that <laughs> definitely if if you if you're young and you're not with some girl till now i'm sure hmm. after this conversation you'll be able to understand her aspect way way better yeah i mean uh, you, you see you have to really put yourself in the other person's shoes and only then you understand their reality and you realize that Wonderful. you know there are it's uh, much more uh, it it i mean it's not just all the uh, all the flowers and the butterflies i mean there's much more to that and i mean that's being as real as it gets so, absolutely yeah absolutely. thank you so much for pointing that out so uh, tell me ma'am who are your biggest inspirations in life and why you know this question always makes me go back to my b school days yeah i used to ask this question no where where do you study though <laughs> i studied in spj oh yes uh, yes yes you mentioned but it's always when you are doing all these cat kind of views and everything this two yeah. questions which you used to always prepare ek to where do you see yourself 5 years from now <laughs> yeah. at that time also i used to always get i i used to always wonder how are people able to see themselves 5 years from now <laughs> you don't even know what the world's going to look like but anyhow yeah. I mean, those are you know and the second one was this one who is your inspiration and people would have these long names and uh, answers why uh, ambani is my inspiration or whatever you know how you mm. want to get into business schools so you have to talk about a business tycoon you cannot say ki my mummy is my inspiration na like mm. that's such a boring answer <laughs> so it just took me there when i i was thinking about this Hmm. and um, i'm going to bore you with a very very boring and cliche answer that i think please do so please do so yeah so two two uh, aspects from my side on this one one is um, my true inspiration i think somebody who's uh, life i've seen from very close quarters and who continues to be a big part of my strength is my mother okay i know hmm. it's a very cliche answer uh, it's a very film fair award kind of answer or whatever but Uh, i feel to inspire get inspired somebody has to be really close to you you've seen from very close quarters in the good mm-hmm. bad ugly times to feel like you know you would love for them to um, respect what you do you would love for them to be proud of you and i think for me that person is my mom undefer- you know undoubtedly mm-hmm. uh, who's been somebody who's always uh, done a lot of un- personal things she has always uh, um, maybe not always in a very aggressive manner but in her own mm-hmm. manner managed to do things which she wanted to kind of uh, you know which she thought were the things she wanted to achieve so mm-hmm. i've always emulated and looked up to her in that front and 
from anything that I have managed to kind of do in my life, she's always been there and she's been a big strength. So mm-hmm. she definitely at this age, she's almost 70 and she continues to learn. She'll mm-hmm. come up with some new uh, courses that she wants to sign up on. If she'll come across a new technology, she wants to learn it. She Like recently, just when I told her about the podcast, she said, I want to kind of figure out how to, uh, how does this podcasting thing work? So, mm-hmm. you know, her passion to learn is something which I have kind of inherited from her and she inspires me. And the other part of this answer is, uh, again, a cliche, but there are so many people. Um, there's not one person, I would say, but um, the multitude of uh, people who mm-hmm. in my learning journey have been inspirations. So to name some very big people who like celebrity or well-known names, uh, mm-hmm. it started as a young girl. Oprah Winfrey was my one of my first inspirations. I used mm-hmm. to watch her show and I used to be so fascinated by this woman. Uh, of color who is uh, you know seemingly running this talk show with the best of people and when I read her backstory it it, it totally blowed me over a self-made woman hmm. who women in our field today like a Monica Hallen or a Radhika Gupta when I see them I read about their interviews I read hmm. their stories I, I find it very inspirational that chalo, these are women who are trying to change uh, you know the face of personal finance for us. Mm. But apart from that, a lot of, um, you asked me like someone like a Nitin Kamat today is very inspirational. When I read his posts around investing, mm. I think I can connect with what he's trying to say. Um, when I read about um, someone like a Dhirendra Kumar who runs value research, mm. his work is very good. It's around, he's one of the first people I think who talked about financial literacy in India when he established this platform, which was educating us about mutual funds. So there's a lot of there's a lot of senior people from my industry, people from across industries who you you can find inspiration in anyone, no? Like mm. <laughs> so I don't have any one standard person. Ki mujhe iske jaise hona. I think you should be your own person. And you can pick some things which you find very interesting about people uh, and learn from them and incorporate it if it fits your own unique style. Let's say that. Definitely. Very I mean, boring there's... answer. Not at all. Uh, did not get me through any cat interview. <laughs> thankfully, I don't no, have to. I totally agree because there's <laughs> something to learn from every person. And my mother keeps saying this, that if you meet uh, 100 people and if you learn 100 new things from them, imagine how much uh, you would have gained. So definitely, yeah, that's something to learn from everyone. Absolutely. I think you inspiration is right around us. Sometimes mm-hmm. my daughter is inspired. You know, days when I am down and out and when she, te- she re- said this one thing to me one time when I told her that, listen, I don't know how I'm going to build this platform. I was really not, you know, one of those days and you you come mm-hmm. back exhausted and you feel a bit demotivated. And uh, she told me that uh, uh, you cannot stop doing this. There are a lot of women who are looking up to you mm-hmm. <laughs> for doing, helping them with their money. So that, that was inspiration right there. My nine-year-old mm-hmm. could see or feel what, uh, you know, I could not at that moment. So mm-hmm. life is full of that. Yeah? You you just have to find it. Wonderful. And like you, like you mentioned, like it's like inspiration is right so close to you. And so I was with this girl uh, for close to three years and uh, she was applying to the uh, uh, some of the foreign universities and in her SOP she mentioned that uh, you know her biggest inspiration is her mother and uh, I, I, that got me really interesting because 
I have also applied to universities. I have also written SOPs, but I have never mentioned that you know my mother or my father is my biggest inspiration. Like when we when we are small, we look up to them so much, and only when we grow up, we realize that okay, uh, you know, there's actually so much to learn from them. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, not just you who feels that uh, their mother is the biggest inspiration. <laughs> I I definitely feel so, and uh, so does my uh, partner. <laughs> who wrote that in a SOP? And I hope that SOP got her through the universities <laughs> because it's it's a, it's a very valid point. Like you know, women who manage the household, who mm. run a business, mm. and women who sort of do everything, they're very rare to find. I mean, and it's absolutely it's, it's a blessing if you know one in your life. Absolutely, I think I agree that um, you know your like like I said in the beginning you you can find the real inspiration is always people who are closest to us you can watch yeah. somebody on tv but i honestly does that really inspire you when you see a very rich business tycoon on tv i, I mean at least mujhe to nahi hoti hai inspiration mm-hmm. uh, after watching some very fancy person dressed up in a very nice outfit watching them mm-hmm. listening to them i don't know i don't feel inspired i do feel that it's good for them what they're mm-hmm. doing inspiration is something which you have to experience in matters where you know you feel this is something which you cannot you wouldn't have done and here is someone who's doing it hmm. and they awaken something inside you right so that i feel personally only happens with very close people someone you've lived with somebody around you in your family hmm. first inspiration to wahi se aati hai phir dheere dheere you know you hmm. keep reading and you keep exploring the world uh then next level is always like in my case there were teachers mm-hmm. and then from teachers there were managers i today have managers who have been inspirations to me when i look at mm-hmm. their journey uh, so in that sense all your life you will keep finding yaar mere liye ek honestly i think anybody who's authentic who's mm-hmm. living life in their style is an inspiration personally for me because i have deep regard for authenticity and be it, you don't have to be a millionaire for that you can be you a don't have to person be. you just have to be a very authentic person who's absolutely comfortable being you mm-hmm. right with your pluses and your minuses i i find a lot of inspiration in such people they, they... yeah i mean that's such a mature realization that you have as you grow up and uh, i'm very happy that you brought that up because you know abund when so for example let's talk about my own journey like when i started trading in the stock market Yeah. I thought that you know, oh my God, this is a get-rich-quick scheme, and you know, I'm going to yeah. be like this trader. I'm going to be that rich. But slowly, I realized that you know, that's not who I really want to be. Who I really want to be is someone who's comfortable what doing what they are doing and who's enjoying and who's always learning. So that if that is the inspiration that uh, I I would look for in someone else, I should uh, also aspire to become that person. And I mean, yeah. To each one his own, of course. You can have Mukesh Ambani or Jeff Bezos, anyone as your inspiration. But at the end, like I think the main main point of this entire conversation, it all comes down to your goals and who you Absolutely. see yourself as an individual. And I feel if you are somebody who's authentic in other parts of your life, you will be authentic in finding your mm-hmm. own style of money management. Mm-hmm. You know, I often find the best investors are the ones who build their own systems, their own process, and they're true to that process. Yeah, that's the saying so, that you trade your personality in the market. You trade who you are. So yeah, yeah. So exactly, you trade who you are. You you do you do you. This is your place to do exactly what you think is the uh, is what can happen tomorrow. You have to mm-hmm. have that conviction. 
and then you stick by that you learn to stick by that so markets teach you an immense amount of emotional resilience if you ask yes. me today people are talking about you know this volatility which is happening i i have mm. seen the markets when we were in the worst financial crisis of mm. the world 2007 and 8 and at that time how people were worried about their money how we used to think about our money mm. i still remember at that time markets um 10 20000 हिट करी फिर वहां से दस हजार आई थी एंड जब हम दस हजार पे लोगों को बोलते थे इन्वेस्टमेंट करने के लिए तो वो कहते थे तुम पागल हो राइट एंड एंड विदिन कुछ नहीं होता and that's uh, that also brings me to my uh, one of the very important things that i have recently learned which is taking accountability for your actions and understanding how that impacts your own you know life uh, because let's talk about the markets here so if you are too greedy then eventually maybe you will make some money in the short term but in the long term of course you're going to blow up your account yeah so yeah i mean uh, yep. taking this accountability and being yourself as cliche as it gets it's really uh, really true not just to market but to any aspect of your life markets are like i think it's karma right i mean what mm-hmm. you are doing there will also show up it will show up and eventually i see people who want to get rich quick many of them don't even start with trading they'll jump into fno margin trading and all that mm-hmm. it catches up and eventually these people don't they don't come back to the market they just shut it out they tell themselves they tell the whole world around them that ye gambling hai ye bakwas hai gandi jagah hai hmm. because that is their way of approaching it right so you have to just bring in your style that's yeah. important that's it well said well said and uh... Uh, ma'am with that we have come to the end of the podcast though i feel that like there's so so much <laughs> that we can talk about and uh, i would love to uh, have you on uh, again if, uh, whenever time permits and uh, <laughs> it was such a wonderful know. conversation meet i think i i thoroughly enjoyed it as well and i think you touched upon some very uh, very deep very important questions rather than just you know trying to get me to talk about tips mm-hmm. and everything i think we covered many aspects of money and life i really yeah. enjoyed it thank you so much for doing this and I, i feel the same because you know i started this podcast to learn more about trading and also about like you know how people go about their trading but uh, i feel that this is turning out to be more of a podcast where i get to learn about people from their life experiences and i mean I mean, definitely, this that will make you a super cool, better investor. Trust me, when you when you listen and learn from people mm-hmm. and their experiences, uh, you will be a really good investor. <laughs> I'm jealous and, of you. And I feel there's so so much to learn from you, ma'am. That uh, I mean, we should definitely do another episode. And uh, I would really, you know, uh, really be happy if you know this podcast reaches out to the young people more. Because myself, being a 22 year old. i'm so grateful 
for the lessons that I've got today. So I really hope that this podcast reaches out to the young adults who have just uh, entered adulthood and who are figuring things out because you know it can be rough waters, but definitely. Yes, 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 yes. Very rough waters. There's been water. an episode about uh, not just trading, investing, but about life lessons. <laughs> Thank, I hope thank that, you so much for your yeah, time. Yeah, I hope everybody I got value from our uh, conversation. We had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Definitely. Pure pleasure.